Hello, I'm Lucas. And I am Nicholas. And this is our show, WeChat, where we discuss the reality of working a small business. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to WeChat. I'm here with the great Lucas. Good evening, everyone. And Good morning. Good evening. We are on our way back home after a long day driving up the canyon. And uh, today we're going to talk about, tonight, we're going to talk about the uh, after-drink culture in uh, the restaurant business and um, and what people do after work, right? Yes, yeah, like the, the only thing to do after work. <laughs> but I mean, it, I know we've been talking about trying to do this podcast about that and... Um, but the truth is, everybody goes to have a drink after work. That's why they created happy hour, no? Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's actually true. Mo- and most offices, I think, have like, I know my friends. They have on Fridays. They have you know, have, they have happy hour at, in the office, and everyone finishes work a little earlier, and they all have a drink together. And, ah. I mean, most of the places, I think. Yeah, and if, because you finish at five o'clock, you go have a drink at the bar, and uh, you go home, right? Yeah, usually, yeah. Or you don't go home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is our after drink is like... At midnight. Yeah, and it's with everybody else. It's usually around a bunch of other people who just did the same thing as us for the last couple hours, you know, so... Right, the other thing it's more like an industry thing, like at late night getting drinks. And it's because we have been serving drinks all day long. So we are in the same atmosphere. We're going to the same atmosphere. Well, yeah, we're just we're literally going back to the same thing, but now we're reversing the role. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Also, like also, there's like this thing I know, like in bigger cities, like in Philadelphia, for example, you were when you were the GM at Le Fan, you could probably walk into any bar. Yeah, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows who you are, you know. Right. And so like everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and you are, and there's that culture. It's like okay, you know, like you walk into a packed bar on a Saturday night after dinner service and like the bartender knows that you're you're the same guy who comes in on Tuesday night after dinner right, service right, right. so he's gonna hook you up you know yeah that's and, very uh, that's very uh, common yeah. yeah you know stuff like that and it's just like kind of like the respect for the business you know the respect for like okay yeah you know for your work and my work and right. you know and when he comes to your restaurant you do the same thing for him right yeah, when I was at the French Laundry we used to go I mean we used to not so much me but the team used to go to uh, this dive bar called Panchas, now closed. And they, um, they used to close the place because you finish at the French Laundry around 12, 30, 1 o'clock, and the place closed at 2. So uh-huh. you get in, and uh, you have a couple drinks, and then you are uh, out. Yeah. And uh, you play pool for a while, and everybody from the restaurant world is there, everyone. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, also, like, it's such a small town, Yonville, right? And, like, Malibu is even smaller. There's not, there isn't even a place to go in Malibu to have a drink after work. There isn't one. No, it used to be that restaurant. Uh, yeah, we used to go to Cafe Habana. Cafe Habana, that's it. Which was fun, but we knew the bartender, and that's the only reason why. And, and she of, would keep it open. Yeah, and because she, because also there was that late night thing, which I don't think they have it anymore. Yeah, and now there's no, there's no late night spots yeah. around here at all. But where we live, there is. Yeah, more. Yeah. Because yeah. after, like, I don't. I'm not. I to be honest with you, like, I'm not really trying to stay out past midnight anyway. Because I have to be at work early in the morning. Right. Like, for example, tomorrow I have to be at work at at seven. So you know, like, I'm not gonna try to stay out till one o'clock in the morning and drink. 
Yeah, it's multi chill, couple drinks. Yeah. yeah, it's never, it's never to get more than that. I mean, sometimes people sometimes. do, obviously. <laughs> we do too. Yeah, we've had nights like sometimes that too. We've had to uh, push, push the limit a little push bit. The envelope. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. And then I guess everybody has their certain type of drink that they like, right? After work, because during the like when I serve someone a drink at five p.m., it's kind of in, it's interesting. Stronger drink. Then uh, a beer at. I mean, I just have a beer. Time. I always have a beer after. But about the, what about the guy at five p.m. He finished work. What does it? Do? Well, like it's interesting because we get guys who come in who get a beer and a shot of and a shot of Don Julio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, a beer and a shot. So I guess at five p.m. you have to go home. And you have to have a life for a few more hours. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, you, you might as well be a little drunk. I guess. <laughs> yeah. What's your your drink is Sauvignon Blanc you, or something? Glass of wine. Yeah. Glass of wine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then it's true. It's <laughs> five o'clock. You gotta go pull up with the wife or the husband or the kids. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta have a few shots before. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like us, we finish work, finish work, go have a drink. You have two drinks, and you're like, you're buzzed. But you go home and it's already so late, so you just go right to bed. Yeah, I just yeah. Usually I, we go home, or go go to the bar, have a drink. Yeah. Go home, take a shower, go to bed. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I eat a sandwich sometimes too. Yeah. You know, there's that like like in the bear they did a good job of of showing that in one of the episodes like he finishes the shift, he goes home, it's late, he gets into his house. He may, like you're starving for some yeah, reason. Yeah. You're like you're the hungriest you've ever felt in your life. And you have cooked all day. And you yeah, cooked all day. Yeah, and he makes himself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And he well, sits that's down. We make like this French salami and, and baguette. Bread, yeah, it. salami and baguette. My my refrigerator in my apartment is. Even the dogs love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. My my refrigerator in my apartment is six beers. I have twelve bottles of rosé for some reason. <laughs> Uh, four baguettes and a pack of salami. Right. Yeah. And that's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. But the thing is, if you will buy something, it will be it will rotten in a in the fridge. Yeah. Because you eat, you yeah. leave too early to eat, and yeah. you go back too late to really pay attention. Have you ever cooked in your apartment? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Um, mostly frozen food from Trader Joe's. <laughs> so actually, no. That's pretty good. Though. <laughs> Actually, the Trader Joe's is actually the ultimate, rest, like, grocery store for bachelor pad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything's frozen. It, the frozen food's good. I know. Yeah, I remember the... Uh, it lasts. The chicken pot pie was not standing. Yeah. The, chi- the only problem is, is, like, everything's, like, 45 minutes to an hour to make. Oh, yeah. Which drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you get home at 11 o'clock at night and you just had two beers and you're starving and you look at the thing and it's like, please preheat oven. Then wait 45 minutes for this to cook, then take it out, and you're like, there's no way I'm waiting for that. I know, the oven takes forever yeah. to cook. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. That's the. What, that's else, what else is there? What else do you do after work? After work with the drinks. What did I mean, you. In Philly, you used to go to this place called Monks, right? Yeah, Monks to eat. To eat. A meal. A real meal. At what, 2 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, late. Super late. So, oh yeah, that's that's kind of cool. In New York, I was at, at Per Se, we used to go to, to Shiseki, 60% and first. Who would you go with? Uh, to go with the GM of Per Se, or, yeah, mostly the GM of Per Se, yeah. And you go there, we go at 1 o'clock, 1.30, and we do all my cafe. And, and what time is that place? 4 o'clock in the morning, we're gone. Sometimes I didn't sleep and go to the airport and take the plane to uh, to come back home. 
Oh, like you work, so you work the service that per se. Yeah. Then you then you go to sushi sake. Yeah. Then you do the whole thing. You go you back. You don't think. You go back to do hotel, go have your stuff, and get to the airport. Go to the airport, get on the plane. Yeah. And then just pass out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's see. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. One time I went to sushi sake. Had uh, had food there late. Went back to the hotel. Gallop, 4 a.m. or I don't remember. It was snowing like crazy. Got on a, got on a taxi. The taxi flip <laughs> on the highway. Flipped over. Yeah. Switch. Taxi. Wait, hold on. It flipped over. What did you do? Get out of the car. Yeah, yeah we flipped. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. guy was like, uh, you know, it was fine. No, nobody was around. Flipping. Get, get back on thing. Get on another taxi. Get to the airport. Get on a plane. Run out of gas, landed in Salt Lake City. On the oh plane. my gosh! Like it was the, the weather was terrible. The travel day from hell. Yeah, yeah, and then Salt Lake City. Oh uh, wait, I San remember. Francisco. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, was like, oh my god, am I gonna make it home? Jeez. Yeah. But the, the flipping on the on the the, the snow on the snow, ice. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was snowing like crazy, and they were defrosting the plane, and the the plane kept on frozing back. But the fixed it was so much wind when we talk when we took off. Was it kind of crazy? No, it was not shaky so much wind. It was so much wind that uh, that um, the plane was using more gas. Yeah, and then it yeah. So that was really the big thing. So. But anyway, so that was uh, that was a real meal though. It's a meal. I mean, like you pay. It was expensive too. Oh yeah, sushi sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it was like, I think it was a, at the time it was like hundred and sixty or. Uh, where is it on? Which sixty-first and first. It's tiny. Uh, not so tiny. I mean, the, the sushi counter is a bit small, but then you can. Is there, it's like a giant restaurant. Tables, oh tables. wow! One guy, two guys. Yeah, I mean, and one server. Jeez, what know. time does that place close? I don't fall cooking anymore. Like, like all the chefs go after a walk, you know, that's the kind of... See, that's kind of cool too, like there's a place for the, all the guys. Yeah, but that's because it's a big city, a huge restaurant scene, like... I mean, New York City, you look at it, right? You have the top chefs in America are in New York City. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I know in Chicago there's great chefs, and San Francisco and everything else. But in New York City, you have also the old school chef. Yeah. Oh, you have Danielle. Uh, Daniel, Jean Jean. Thomas Keller's restaurant. Uh, he has some great chef also, not like, this is the top top, but then you have a lot of great chef. Yeah. You have, you have Daniel Harm. You know. Yeah. And all yeah. those guys, they all have very passionate people with a passionate team. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And also, yeah, the restaurant culture is just different over there too. But Napa has a good culture, you know, San Francisco has a good culture. Yeah, Napa does have a good restaurant culture, I agree. Yeah, although um, San Francisco, because every time now we hear like so many things close over there, it's almost scary to go there. Yeah, <laughs> think about the thing there. is, is like there's some great restaurants in San Francisco too. Yeah. Some really great restaurants. Yeah, yeah. The Queens, Benny, Garidenko. Yeah, San Francisco, I mean, yeah, it's going through a little thing right now, you know? And in LA, I wonder if in LA has that culture. That yeah. go out, that like, dine, that, yeah, see, that's the thing, like, that's the thing that we haven't found in Malibu, but we well, haven't found that restaurant culture. Bouchon, we used to go to Wally's. 
Yeah, that's yeah. But just for a drink. That the thing big. is, is Wally's becomes like club now. Yeah. I went to I dropped I had to drop off one of our guys in, at the train station one night, and I went to Wally's after to have a drink, and I was just by myself, and it just started becoming like so. I was like, man, I'm, so, first, so, first I paid twenty bucks for a glass of bush. Oh, so Wally's was expensive. Too. Yeah. But yeah, no, they used to remember when they used to go to that dive bar on La Cinega? Oh yeah. Um, try to look, to remember the Um it's something amazing. They like that place. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah. I went there before. Yeah. I'm I went for the restaurant. Where else would we go? Not much, huh? I mean like in Venice there's some cool little bars that you can go to and even by I mean honestly by our house is really worry. That's all what I know more. Yeah, we, I've been going to this like really dive dive bar. <laughs> I wonder if some of the people are also in the restaurant business. Yeah, I, I sometimes when I'm sitting at the bar, like I hear people talking about it. Okay, look at the White House. We met uh, some restaurant owner, the owner of the Monks of Monty's. Yeah, owners of Monty's. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Finish service, go have a drink. So, yeah. I know. That's why I like if if you're if you're somebody who's a recovering alcoholic and you're sober, working at restaurants is probably extremely difficult. Well, we know a few and they're fine. I mean, I know one. I won't mention his name, but uh, he's he's amazing, and uh, could could describe wine, everything. He could just by smelling. Yeah, I guess. And listening yeah. to the sommelier. to sommelier and everything, and really like put together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Oh, was, I mean, I, I know, like, obviously it's not... But if you just think about it, like, the whole culture is built around yeah. drinking and, and, and dining yeah, yeah. and entertainment. Like, there's a guy, there's a there's a chef from from uh, from Canada, from Vancouver, who, he had a restaurant, at probably more early 2000, but uh, he, he became more of, like, a celebrity chef now, and he's, he's actually on the bear as well. His name is Maddie Matheson, mm-hmm. and um, he... Um, he had this restaurant and he talks about like so he was a really unhealthy guy overweight and and you know not taking care of his body and he was talking about the restaurant culture the drinking culture he's on uh, joe rogan actually okay and he talked about the drinking culture and he said like every single night he, he was like the extreme version too okay so, right. but every single night he said he would finish service and as they're cleaning up he would he would go into the fridge and he'd grab a like a 24 pack of beer out of the fridge and he would start passing it around to all the guys to drink right and so they all start drinking and he said every single night they would go out to another place and another place and go to someone's house and go to this. And then he was talking about the drugs that he was doing and all this stuff. And so he would work like our hours, right? So we work about 12 to 14 hours a day. He would work those hours, go drink all night, come home at 6 a.m., sleep for like two hours, and then go back to the restaurant. And he did that for like, you know, like six or seven years. You know, and he was talking about it and he had a heart attack. And um, when that happened, the whole entire kitchen team decided that they were going to no longer be drinking and partying as well, you know, because wow. he had to stop. Yeah. And then they started doing things like, well, in the morning before service, before we, you know, start service, we take 30 minutes and we go, we all go on a walk or we all go on a run or we sit outside and we chat and, you know, like, wow. and, yeah, so they like, they changed the culture there right. and they, they made it more, they made it better for your lifestyle. You know, yeah. because it, you know it doesn't have to be like getting wasted every night, you know. But the abuse of it was is so big, you know. So that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. They said so they like started running and they started doing all these things. And 
understand. Well, I was in uh, France at the beginning of my career, so all the server at night used to go like to club or to bars down in Cannes or in Monaco. We used to go to this English pub, and you stay very late because that's the French culture, right? I mean, those things start early. Yeah. And then you, uh, I used to come home sometimes with daylight and uh, and get uh, sleep for two hours and get back to work and take a nap in the afternoon during the break and then swear that I will not go out at night. But by eight o'clock when you are in the midst of the service, you're like, okay, that, yeah, we can go out tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I do that sometimes too, where like, we like let's say we go out tonight and we have a couple of drinks and we have too many drinks and then tomorrow morning I wake up at 7 a.m. The first thing I'm going to tell myself is I'm not going out tonight. Yeah. And then we go to work. I drink my coffee. I set up. We have maybe we have a good service for lunch. I'm like, yeah, I can go out. Because the way because the uh, you get your adrenaline going like you finish work like you are like yeah. pumped up. I mean, like, that's the thing. Yeah. Is yeah. Today we decided to do the podcast because it was not a very good day. So like let's break the. The momentum, you know, I would yeah. be like, sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow night, <laughs> we might do another podcast because we're so pumped up because it's busy, because there's so many things going on. And, yeah, yeah. You know, like we have people coming back from the summer vacation, yeah. back to Malibu, and, and they, you know, like everybody's happy to come back to the restaurant. Uh, yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. So for us, it's like we're welcoming back the regular guests for the winter. Uh-huh. Uh, Anyway, a lot going on. So, when you finish at 5 o'clock, you do a beer and two shots. Yeah. <laughs> you have to spend a few hours dealing with the kids and the wife or the husband. But then when you uh, finish at midnight, you just have a beer. That's it. Yeah. With that said, thank you very much for listening and um, see you soon. Bye, guys.